This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. Whenever I attend an alpaca show, I always come away with mixed emotions. Don't get me wrong, I have no problem with what they are and what they do, but I try to picture myself in the show ring and can't quite do it. I think that both animals and handlers need to have the right kind of temperament to do showing successfully, and I just don't think I've got what it takes, temperamentally at least. And through osmosis and transmission via a lead, I'm not sure my alpacas would cope very well either. Many people seem to manage admirably, and you have to admit that having 600 alpacas all under one roof is simply amazing. This brings me back to my assertion that I think some people must have an alpaca gene and just get alpacas more than others. I plead guilty, and if you're listening to the Alpaca Tribe podcast, I think you probably have the alpaca gene too. I don't think it's catching, so a trip to a show is probably safe, provided you leave your cards and cash at home. In fact, I would highly recommend it. You can learn a lot and meet lots of lovely people like us, the Alpaca Tribe. The sounds and the smells of that many alpacas together is intoxicating. You get to see some outstanding animals, and the generous explanation by the judges of why they placed particular animals over others is always enlightening. A few weekends ago, I had the treat and privilege of attending the British Alpaca Society annual show. So, I set off early in the morning, leaving the feeding round with my own herd to my wife, while I hit the tarmac and headed for Telford. No, I don't know where it is either. Thank goodness for Satnav. The journey took me through some amazing countryside and mostly empty roads. That could have been because the sat-nav directed me down the shortest but very scenic route, which included some single-track B-roads with grass growing in the middle of them. Note to self. When in a hurry, motorways may be slightly longer, but are more direct and less stressful. I arrived safely and parked easily. Quite a buzz going on when I arrived and entered the display of trade stands. I weaved my way through, if you'll pardon the pun, to reach the two show rings and pens where the alpacas to be exhibited were accommodated. The sounds of fans filled the air, both people enthusiastically viewing the animals and the cooling fans hanging on the pen walls. Many animals were positioning themselves right in front of the breeze, looking very pleased with themselves. I love alpacas, and seeing so many top-quality animals is always a delight. The big screen by the show ring allows people watching the judging to get a good view of the fleece, as it's opened by the expert hands of the judges. It was live-streamed, too, so remember to check out YouTube. The link is in the show notes. I had a good wander around and met lots of interesting people, both at the almost 30 stalls and also around the show ring. It was great to see familiar faces and also make some new acquaintances. I even grabbed a quick interview from some and made connections for future podcast interviews too, so we have some good things coming up in future episodes.
This is what caught my attention and is a Steve-flavoured reflection on one of the days. Some amazing products were on display in the fibre zone, with catteries covering garments, shoulderwear, hats, tailored garments, and knitted or crocheted adult jumpers, toys, neckwear, yarn, household items, woven fabric, and commercially viable products. It's an amazing range of things, absolutely astounding what is being done with, and the quality of what's being done with alpaca fibre. Exceptional output, as always. There were plenty of trade stands, too, with lots of interest, and to offer practical help and support back at home. A full list is in the show notes. Here are a few of them that caught my eye. There are two approaches to dealing with worms in alpacas. Treat them regularly, or carry out a faecal worm count to confirm they need treatment thereby lessening the risk of developing drug resistance due to overuse of the wormer. Wildwood Health offer a worm count service and an intriguing weighing tape. They also do some high-end halters made of leather and brass. Obviously, there are other places who carry out tests, which may include your vet. However, I caught up with Sarah on the stand. I'm Sarah from Wildwood Animal Health um, and Wildwood Alpacas. I do fecal worm counts for alpacas or uh, all, all grazing animals. We um, sell balances for uh, weighing your alpacas. I've just um, made a particular weighing tape that you can uh, okay. wrap around your alpaca. Um, it's a little bit like using the horse world. Yeah, I've, pigs as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've um, made a special scale. I've had, a, had the scale adapted so that we can weigh alpacas down to 20 kilos. Right. Um, and it, it's, it's proving quite popular at the show today. Um, we also do um, a very luxury uh, halter that's made of um, English leather, brass buckles, they're fully adjustable, um, and I've designed, designed right. it myself. Um, it is a painted design, um, and it's used for um, a lot of uh, different sizes of alpacas. You can get them uh, right up to Lama and it uses right. the same. Okay the same halter, um, so it's fully adjustable. Fantastic, sounds great. Jewellery made from alpaca fleece sounds good, but you should see it. Marta of Alpaca Pella Jewellery launched her brand at the show, and the display looked stunning. Check out the show notes for pictures and links. She's also around on Instagram. We should be hearing more from Marta soon, but here is how she describes what she is doing. So we're here at the show and, and you've brought along some amazing things that you've been, been making. Thank you. And there'll be, be links and, and pictures in, in the show notes as well. So tell, tell us a bit about yourself. Who, who are you and what, what are you doing? Yeah, my name is Marta Kwasniewicz. I'm from Alpa Capella Jewelry. It's my new brand. Today I'm having lunch of my brand. Right. And I'm a jewelry maker. 
Uh, all my jewelry uh, is made from alpaca yarn. It's pure, natural alpaca yarn. And uh, in my projects, I uh, use different kinds of methods. Uh, I use a kumihimo disc, it's a Japanese braiding technique. Oh, okay, right. Yes, and I yeah, uh, link it with uh, needle felting, right. uh, with crocheting, uh, with tatting sometimes. So, tatting as well? Yes, wow. as well. No, not, not many people know about that. My, really? <laughs> my, my great aunt used to do a lot of tatting, so uh, I recognize that. Yeah, it's, it's hard because uh, sometimes uh, an alpaca yarn uh, has an even surface. Sure, yeah. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. So I try to create something different. And uh, why? Because I try to find something for myself. Right. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything interesting. So I thought, okay, I can make it for myself and for uh, different people. And on the other hand, I I believe that alpaca fiber is so lovely and mm. has so many advantages that we should promote it everywhere. So it's I think that it's something new uh, on our market. Yep. And I want to show alpaca breeders how they can use their own yarn yep. in different way. Excellent. Yeah. And certainly the, the, the products are they are really stylish. I oh, really like them. They're you. very, very nice. <laughs> and very practical as well. You can wear them with all kinds of things. So that's that's, that's, oh, that's, that's really good. Thank you very much. And whereabouts are you based? In Norfolk. Norfolk. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Excellent. Thank <laughs> you. That's perfect. In a future episode, we'll be hearing in more detail from Claire Whitehead of Camelid Veterinary Services. Many of us have been the recipient of her generous and detailed veterinary wisdom at various times and on various courses as well as being president of the British Veterinary Camelid Society, she runs a practice supporting camelid owners with health consultancy and services. Check out her website for a full description of what's on offer and listen in for that upcoming episode. Practical advice on handling techniques is so valuable and the camelid dynamic approach is no exception. I caught up with Victoria Barrett of Simply Alpaca in a quiet moment at the show while she was crocheting between customers on her stall. We'll be exploring how handling can become a strength in your experience of keeping alpacas and it opens up a number of possibilities from trekking to therapy. Can't wait. Catherine Price of Ted and Bessie who produced sustainable and ethical knitwear, had a lovely display of stylish British-made produce. It was great meeting her, and there will definitely be more to come from Ted and Bessie, including the story of the business name. The delights of engineering design were sampled when having a demonstration from Jeff Bugler of Marshwood Alpacas and his range of hurdles and gates. You have to love those shiny things that make life easier with your alpacas. You may remember from a recent episode with Jeremiah Owen that he was planning to go to a show near him in California. So I made contact to find out how he got on. Here he is. So Jeremiah, great to speak to you again. Welcome. Yeah. And it'd yeah, be great, great, to, be great to hear how you got on when you did your visit to the show, which was only yeah. last, last weekend, wasn't it? 
Yes, it was just this past weekend. So uh, it's the it was the California Classic Roundup, which is uh, put on by the Calpaca organization out here in California, which I am now a card carrying member. I had Whoa. to make sure I <laughs> made sure I joined up uh, in, in, so I could not miss out on the fun. So uh, it it was it was really cool. So um, first, I'll just say, it, Alpaca people are phenomenally welcoming. I mean, I I I did meet a, a stranger the entire time I was there. Everybody so friendly and, and, uh, and, and outgoing. And, and so, uh, that, that was great from the start, you know, somebody new coming in, uh, and, uh, not having experienced an alpaca show. Um, you know, I had, uh, my, my family has raised, uh, different kinds of dogs and so we've shown dogs. And so right. I kind of knew what that experience was like. Um, but this was different because obviously you're looking at, you know, some different things <laughs> when, yeah. when, when you're talking about alpacas. So, sure. um, it was uh it was it was very cool to kind of uh, get in and meet some different uh, breeders and different farms and uh, and see kind of what they're doing. Um, I think I was surprised uh, with the Surrey turnout. Actually, I was expecting not to see many Surreys because I know mm. they're not as common, which was nice too. As as someone who has Surreys, it was fun to see a bunch of Surreys in one place and go, oh okay, like you know that's a little different on mine or you know yeah. that that's that that's similar. I guess this is the first time it had been in at the Merced County Fairgrounds, and, and where that is is people kind of forget. Like if you if you lined up California on the east coast of the United States, it's like from you know Florida to you know to Pennsylvania. It's a huge stretch. Apparently, they had it at a different one in kind of the same vicinity. I think a next county over, uh, but from where I live, it's about four and a half five hour uh, drive uh, to, to the to the fairgrounds there. Oh, it's a fair old stretch. Goodness me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, I was, I was blessed to be able to to turn it into a a boys' road trip, and I took my uh, my five year old son. He came along for the, the oh, ride. Excellent. And, uh, excellent. Yes. So uh, and he was a trooper. He he, he uh. There, those were some. There were a couple long days there of uh, you know, sitting and and talking to to strange people and <laughs> and, and staring at alpacas. So yeah, he, he he was a good a good boy, and uh, and uh, I think he. Had a kick out of it. We we got to play a fun game of uh, trying to identify alpacas. So yeah, uh, I, I somebody'd walk in with some, and I'd say, okay, what kind of alpacas are those? And then he'd, he, oh, those are Wakaya or those are Surrey. You know, so yeah. it was a lot of fun uh, for him. I think that one. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so actually, I pulled up the count for the show, and it looks like there were uh, about two hundred, around two hundred fifty alpacas. So there was uh-huh. around 200 Wakayas and 52 Surrey. So there was a few more okay. Surrey than I had, uh, than I had expected. Yeah, excellent. And d- you, did you also manage to meet up with the, uh, the the breeder of the animals you've now got? I did. So I, I got to meet Lori and Scott Finlay, and uh, they're from uh, Alpacas, Alpacas of El Dorado, wow. uh, and they're they're located in El Dorado County. But what a, what a great name for, uh, for absolutely. For, <laughs> For farming, and they were so just so gracious, and it was su- such a great time meeting them. And and uh, uh, we got to talking because you know I, I have the paperwork to register mine um, that I received from the gentleman I, I got our alpacas from, right. uh, but I haven't gone through all that. And and there was some confusion. Um, there are two of the male. I, he 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 explained to me that one of them was related to one of the females was a, a son, but. I couldn't remember and uh, which one he had said. And so she was able to clear that up. And not only that also connect to, uh, other, the other farm where some of mine were related to. So it really helped clear up a lot of the the questions I had about the lineage of, 
of, of my herd. And, uh, and so, uh, she's going to help me kind of go through the process of getting those, uh, kind of moved over into my name. And, uh, you know, I, I got some ideas for maybe some, uh, some sires that we might want to cross, uh, uh, to our, our females here this year. So, um, pretty excited. I, I know for me, when I arrived at the, the, uh, the British Alpaca Society show, um, I went into the hall where the showing was going on and the, the, the sounds and smells were just amazing. Just having that many alpacas yes. all in one place. <laughs> yes. yes, it was, it, it, it was, uh, it, it, it was like, uh, you know, super concentrated, uh, alpaca aroma, which, yes. which, uh, <laughs> it, it, again, I tell people it's, it's not, you, I, I think people think farm animals and think a certain, um, odor and it's not that odor. Uh, in fact, at my house, it's kind of jarring as I walk from, you know, where my alpacas are to where my goats are. <laughs> it is <laughs> a it different, is completely a distinct. Yeah, completely. Yes, goats yeah. smell like what you think a smart a farm would smell like. Alpacas okay. do not. So, so yes, that. <laughs> and then the humming. You know, you hear all this humming. Yes. Uh, kind of going on and it, and it I, I was trying to think of what to describe it as. I don't. I don't really know that I have a good thing. I, it, it's. It's. A harmonica is is probably too um, strong of a, a, yeah, of a yeah. sound to compare to, but it is very uh, it, it, it's kind of calming. So yeah. so yes, there was it was just a kind of a general kind of hum, and uh, you know you'd walk up to some alpacas and and they they would all you know kind of have a alpaca way of uh, recognizing either they come over and you know inquisitively look at you or yeah I'm, I'm over here and I'm, I'm, I'm chewing on my, uh, my grass and I'm, I'm good, you know, so, uh, yeah. kind, of, kind of fun that way. So they, they do have a way of looking at you. <laughs> yes, I think it's, yes. it, it can be quite, you know, if they're not used to being around so many people, um, and who would be, um, then it's, yes. it's, uh, it's, it can be a bit challenging and daunting for some of the young ones, but uh, yeah. they, they, they cope incredibly well. They are very, very adaptable animals, which is, which is great. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the funniest things, uh, that, that I saw happen, uh, was, you know, as, as they brought some into the, the show ring, uh, th- there was one alpaca who I think probably had the greatest personality of all alpacas I, I I've ever seen, but it, <laughs> right. he kind of, he kind of just, uh, you know, they walked her other ring and then, uh, she stopped and then he just decided he was going to cush. And then he decided he was actually going to completely lay down on his side <laughs> and start <laughs> rolling. So he did that and she just kind of stood there. Uh, like okay are you done and uh and and then he kind of looked up at her and it went back to rolling (laughs) and then finally kind of kind of stood back up but it was it was kind of funny it just decided that's that eh, it was time to 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 give it a roll (laughs) yeah it's really difficult because if you try and try and fight that um, then it does turn into a fight uh, with the animal and it gets more and more um sort of stressed and and knocks on into other people and all that kind of stuff yeah no you, you do your best you can to train them before you get to the show but uh the situation when they're there uh, is the real test of whether they're they're ready for a yes. show, show yes. ring or not. But uh, yes. Oh, yes. It, yeah, so it was it was uh, that was kind of fun. And uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I th- I think I was um, really blown away. I mean, I you know you you see pictures of hey, there's you know, all these interesting colors and and you hear how many colors there are and, and mm. but I don't think I fully appreciated it till you actually see it mm. in person and you see that many together and you go, oh my gosh, there's like there's a lot more shades of brown than I thought, right? Like yeah. you kind of think, well, yeah, there's probably yeah. like a light brown or a dark brown. It's like, no, there's every combination between in the grays. Oh, I saw some oh, phenomenal. There are uh, some lovely just, animals around. Yeah. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you know, and, and so it was, uh, that, that was really cool to see, uh, you know, that I don't think you could fully appreciate, uh, just in pictures. I think to me, 
and, and maybe this is just me, but when I see pictures of like gray alpacas online, they kind of all look gray and it's kind of like, well, that's great, but you can't really appreciate it. Uh, I think until you see one up close and you go, Holy smokes, that's that's a that's a different gray. I don't know that I've seen that gray. <laughs> you know? So there's a yeah. brightness, I mean, almost, brightness about it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, like almost like a silver. It, it, it's mm. you know, it's on some of just a real, real credible color. So there was definitely some really beautiful animals uh at the show. And um yeah, there was a small vendor area where uh, they had um, you know, some different wares and, and yarn and felts and things people had put together and then uh uh I there was uh, one gentleman in particular that had uh, had not only uh, you know skeins of yarn, but uh, also had you know hats and gloves and things. But mm-hmm. he had uh, you know labeled them actually with the, the picture of the alpaca they came off of. So none of the stuff was dyed; it was just all the natural colors. And it was kind of neat to go like, yeah, you know, you know Frank the alpaca here is who gave us this you know hat, and and here's a picture of him. You know, and you kind of go, wow, yeah. that's kind of cool to be able to have that complete chain of custody, right, from yeah. animal to end product. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. So one standout memory from the, from the visiting the show. Uh, I, I think just, uh, seeing, uh, the, they had a, um, a particular, uh, round and I don't know if they, you know, if they did this at, at the British or if this is a standard thing at, at alpaca shows, but they had a, um, a kind of, a best of, of produce, uh, you know, uh, section where they took three, uh, individuals from the same, uh, uh, dam, or through this from the same sire. I'm sorry. Can't remember oh, so pro- progeny. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And That's so, it. yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, uh, it was great to kind of see like, Hey, here's three animals and, and, and how that really does kick out, mm. <laughs> you know, that particular color or yeah. that particular fineness on the, on the fleece. It, so that was, I thought that was pretty cool. And it was that cool to see that many in a ring at one time. They had a lot of, uh, alpacas in at one time. And yeah. so that, that was that was really neat to, to to kind of see. So I think I think that probably stood out. I think that kind of really hit home on uh, kind of the why there's such an importance and um, uh, attention is paid to uh, you know the breeding angle on sure. on who you're breeding to and and what you're breeding for and so and, and kind of seeing you know what what different sires can produce, right? So yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd say that was probably a standout thing. Excellent. Yeah, no, that, there was a progeny class uh, as well at the the British Alpaca Society one, and it is um, amazing to see the offspring, and that's really the big test of a particular yeah. stud. It's not just how he looks in the ring, but what's he doing in terms of the next generation? Is he able to yes, pass absolutely. on the genetics and all that kind of stuff? So yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah. So so I thought that was it. And if there was a, a, a the, an alpaca related you know ancillary thing, it probably would just again be just how welcoming everyone was. And uh, uh, I, I think that was just a, a pleasant surprise. A lot of times, I think with uh, uh, different aspects of life, you go to go to something and and you kind of get uh, where where people tend to be. This is a this is a a special club and you got to know the secret handshake, so to speak. And, yeah. uh, it, it was not that at all. People were Brilliant. with open arms. The, the second day, somebody came up and said, were you guys at the, the alpaca show yesterday? We said, yeah, actually we were. I said, Oh, it was so great. You know, to, to see some new fo- you know, faces and, and they were just very welcoming to that and, and stuff like that was great, you know, too. Excellent. So there wasn't a, we, we weren't friends on the show and then outside the show, they didn't, they pretended like they didn't know us. <laughs> so, <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that's really great. Jeremiah, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And thanks for the, for the feedback on that. Uh, and no doubt we will talk again at some point. But uh, Indeed. Yeah. So thanks for that. And speak to you again soon. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. Thanks then. Bye. Bye. So that's my 
Reflection on the British Alpaca Society National Show at Telford International Centre. Eclectic and my take on things, I recognise. Jeremiah seemed to enjoy visiting his show in California. And if you get a chance, I would recommend you get along to an alpaca show. Great opportunity to see animals all in one place and to meet fellow alpaca enthusiasts. That's all for this episode. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening. See you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington.